In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of our private moments. It's now short and sweet episodes where we round up all of our favorite guests and all of our favorite moments and different things. This is a little private moment for you. I hope you enjoy it. How did it all begin then? So, so Dan, you 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 had a solo career that, that I mean, career off. is very generous. <laughs> yeah. That was very huge. generous. Yeah, fast and loose of, <laughs> of the words. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd been like I'd been writing these songs, what became the sort of first few Bastille songs and stuff, and and I used to play like just me with a keyboard and a bunch of different instruments and a loop pedal, and. Um, what a loop pedal requires is really good timing, which, I don't, right, which I don't have. I love how you said, remember back to part one? We had, we jumped the queue. This one's starting off, had a loop pedal. It's really hard. You have to be so coordinated. It's, to it's, but it is hard. Yeah. But I also used to, I used to hate being it. on stage so much that I'd have to drink like a bottle of wine before going off and playing. And like my timing is already bad enough as it is. And then having to sort of like be in time with yourself and like hit this pedal <laughs> yes. was a fucking nightmare. Is it like a drum, is it like a drum beat almost that you have to try and play or is it way So it's like, it's there's two pedals and you, you hit one, and it loops you record you. a loop and then yeah. it loops that background and you have to sort of time with yourself but actually because it was this was a while ago like now they're way easier to use and they've got a click and all that kind of stuff and a metronome but at the time it was just a little tiny led light that flashed with the beat so basically i was doing that by myself <laughs> and it was like ma- kind of <laughs> imagine it's like one man band just clanging it was and now he's pulled out a melodicum where those bongos come from yeah it was it was ridiculous weird that that didn't work out actually isn't it yeah um that's but, insane that you had that. I mean, to so to probably make you blush, but that's talent. That that is. That's, I mean, maybe saying Anyway, it started with that, and you know, it was a bit lonely. So like, I, I met Woody, um, our drummer, who lived like two roads down from from me at the time, and he started playing. And so there was a while where it was like me doing the loop pedal thing and Woody drumming, but he was like 
having to stare at this little flashing light to try and stay in time with it, which is a fucking nightmare. Particularly, I remember playing a gig outside where the sun was so bright so that you just couldn't see the light. So it was just him, him guessing, me guessing, him. <laughs> they're like, why is that drummer staring so intensely at that guy's feet? It's not very rock It's a really roll, interactive <laughs> like band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really interactive. It's with real avant-garde yeah. slash shit. Hang um, on, hold on, sorry, two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, it then started to feel like, right, this should be a band. So like, that's when, like Kyle was really good mates with, with a friend of mine from uni. I actually went to the same uni, but didn't know each other. What uni was that? Leeds. Oh, I was at Leeds. Yeah, was at Leeds. yeah I, was, I did theatre and performance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smashed it. <laughs> look, at it yeah. look at him now. I did yeah. music technology. Ah, so dude, hey, come hey, on, yeah, come yeah, on. I'm with you, buddy. That's and I, I had a radio show there back in the, um, and then I met our friend Kate through there. Then when, when I got back to London, she was like, look, I've got a friend you need to meet. And so we would be at like some random house parties and, uh, and Kate was like, oh, this is Dan. And Dad was kind of, we got chatting. Dan was like, oh, you heard, heard you play some instruments and whatever. I was like, yeah, I've got, well, I've got this band sort of going. I was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, sure, like, buddy. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know how to Walked use the loop pedal. <laughs> <laughs> Walked off. I was like, Kate, yeah, your friend's cool, man. <laughs> um, uh, and then like, and then I think it was maybe the second or third house party incident wh where we ended up on the sofa together chatting about me joining the band. It's the, like the he's next... like courting you. <laughs> yeah. it, was the, it was on the third day that he finally cracked me. Finally asked him yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was all his after that. And then yeah, it's, it's the next morning we sort of woke up, well, next afternoon I woke up and, um, and, I, and, and I was like, I was like, you know what, like what's the worst that can happen? Cut to now. Are you serious? That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. That moment, literally that moment that you were like, screw it, why not? Yeah. I'll just go and do it. Yeah. Because does it happen for you guys? Obviously, like you said, it happened organically. You're suddenly going, all right, we're going to give this a shot. And then slowly by slowly, it becomes your job. When is the moment that you suddenly go, shit, we, we don't have it. This is career now. Well, basically, 2010, we got together. And then 2011, okay, the band it started. It was that quick. It uh, was that quick for you. Because so, then you had the Brit Awards nomination to 2013, 2013, 2014. Yeah. 2013, our album came out. Yeah, beginning, very beginning of 2013. Yeah. That's a quick turnaround. So it was basically those three yeah, years so. was kind of like us having jobs and doing the, the music. Mm. And then I think it was when we got like, when we got signed, we were like, I don't have to build stages anymore because that's- Because I'm playing on them. Carl <laughs> used to, yeah, he used to build stages at like festivals, including Isle of Wight. And this one year, super early days, he built the stage, then had to climb out, get out of his uniform into his normal clothes. Yeah, we yeah, did a gig. And then at the end of this, at the end of the gig, he got back into, back into his, my gear. <laughs> you're lying. You're and lying. Lot, no, yes. Yeah, so so, so um, I, I think um, just just through working like, as part of the team, I obviously knew all like the bookers and stuff. And I was like, look, like I'm, I'm part of a band, but I like, are actually pretty good. And I like, obviously sent them the MySpace link sure. <laughs> or <some> whatever. Um, <laughs> Flashing page. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and, um, and, and they were like, actually, yeah, you're pretty good. Tell you what, like, like we'll, we'll chuck you first on. I was like, this is That's fucking so nuts. Good. That's how it Guys, started. guys, I got us a gig. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, guys, I got us a gig at fucking Isle of Wight. And so then, so, yeah. Um, what year was that? Uh, 11, 12? 11 or 12, yeah. Okay. yeah. And they so, said, yeah, built the stage. Then we played, and then I got back to work. Did you have to take the stage down? I, I, yeah, I did. But in between then, all these guys just, just stuck around and was like, Kyle, give me more tokens and get us a chair. Because <laughs> look, like we need more chairs, get us a beanbag for the garden area. And I was like, I had to run around doing all this stuff. Oh, yeah. shit. Dude, do, that you, is do you look nuts. at stages now that like you go and play and you're like, they've not put Shoddy. that right. Yeah, Shoddy. Like, yeah. That is not good mates. That, that eight by four steel deck's off. I know that. Someone grab me a podger. Um, <laughs> Mid gig, it's just really pissing you off. You're like, fuck. Dude, that, yeah. that is not, but I know we, we spoke with this wall, but the fact I didn't, now it's such a quick turnaround to suddenly go from just traveling around, making music, getting gigs when you can, to then suddenly being nominated for Brits and then suddenly being there and going like, holy shit, this is Dude, it was not. Also, also like, I think to 
vaguely acknowledged was there was no hype around us whatsoever. So like we always had yeah. this thing, we had this thing where like, why I think it felt to a lot of people like we came out of nowhere was because the prospect of us and our music sort of confused people. So like no one in the British media really gave a fuck, mm. which is completely fine, but meant that like, you know, loads of artists that come through, there's like, there are polls and there are lists and like these guys are going to be big this year. Like we just didn't, we knew that like fans were coming and people were listening to the music and that was amazing. But like, we never got the pre-hype or accolades or anything like that. So when it happened to us, it was genuinely a like a surprise for so many reasons. And suddenly then to a lot of people, they're like, where have they come from? Who are the, who are yeah. the freaks? But it, and, and they and, don't know that yeah. whole backstory yeah, that, yeah, that totally. you grafted for, yeah. Yeah. which is a probably more traditional way that bands yeah. kind of come to the yeah, floor. Exactly that, I feel yeah. like we did, we sort of did the kind of DIY grafting and also the sort of online world weird, like not, not in a calculated or intentional way, but those sort of both happened in it's parallel. the naivety it's that comes back in. The mistakes actually make what happened, what makes it up. Yeah. But with you guys, I always find what like kicks off is your um, live lounge stuff. Yeah. Your live yeah. lounge stuff, man, is so... Uh, the, the one song that was, I, I swear to God, went viral was your remix of Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. That well, is... Have you, have you heard, so we, heard that? So, so, so basically, it's so so good. before our album came out, in that period after you get signed and before your album comes out, which often if you're like can feel like an eternity. Cause you know, yeah. what feels like month, you know, I remember our first album got pushed back by like four months. And at the time we were devastated and that felt like- an, Forever. That's such a long time, but actually in, in the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. So we did two mixtapes and the whole idea of the mixtapes was taking like music from films and soundtracks and old like weird covers and songs from like the eighties and nineties and stuff and mashing them together with film quotes. So we did No Scrubs and we used this yeah. guitar riff from Angels by the XX and we, arranged this big string section mm. and then got quotes from psycho because we sort of like oh norman bates lives at home with his mum so like he's a scrub he's a scrub <laughs> scrub so we sort of like there's this weird cinematic version of of no scrubs we did with with ella air and loads of quotes from from psycho just i don't know we just it was kind of having fun with fucking around with music mm. and pop and covers and all that kind of stuff so we sort of had that already in the bag as something that we did and then when it came to live lounges we were like right what can we do to be really creative here so we're like mm. how can we tell a story and at the time Miley Cyrus, it was sort of one of her more sort of like controversial periods. The Eminem. Eminem was yeah. going for her in the press and stuff. So we basically took an Eminem song and put this Miley Cyrus song to it and then go into Achy Breaky Heart by her dad. Dad, yeah. And like incorporated like the, like a Lion King riff because she was in the Disney, Disney. club. All of it felt like, it she, felt like logic at so, the time. But Wait, dude, that is crazy. It's, it's like a DJ that's got, now, got drunk at a wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Musically, that is um, insanely kind of talented, right? To, to, to see how all of these can work. To, for, from a guy who's not musical and at all, but for many, to see how all those riffs will work together. I That's insane that I, you guys can can hear that and you go like this is going to work and especially I know you press well but then you're doing a life lounge which is I mean it's fucking which terrifying is, yeah, which is so, so exposing scary. so yeah, exposing yeah. right yeah. we did well, we and did. you crushed it all of you guys it was, it's that insane was, uh, yeah I mean I think back to that time and you know we we were sort of trying to pull that all together but we're also that was the busiest time ever for us so we were probably like just we probably had like a couple of hours to pull it together and we're yeah. kind of traveling all the time and it was it was nuts but like. It's always really fun with that. I think we always try to use opportunities like that to do something weird and creative mm. and, and a bit like silly. Because basically pop music is innately simple and quite malleable. And that's yeah. why it's brilliant. And that's why it can be so... It's there for anyone that makes music in that form to like fuck around with and experiment with as much yeah. as possible. And so, yeah, like like Carl said, it's, it's really malleable because there is a simplicity to it. But it, and actually, you know, there's loads of YouTube videos of like here's a thousand songs over the same four chords. And that's that's true, but that's not to say those songs aren't amazing yeah. just because of the simplicity. But yeah, so we found, it's kind of a rod for our own backs now because every time we do a We've cover, set it's a like- precedent now. Um, yeah, you you now going, here here yeah, yeah, you so, now gonna, yeah. you then did the John Lewis advert as well. And then that was in a live lounge as well. Yeah. And that was freaking great. That was really weird, the John Lewis thing. Was it, was it? Well, just being, as in, obviously it's an institution, but we were on tour in America yeah. and they we just got a call saying, are you up for- trying to sing this song and I'd never heard the original before which is mad is it John? really John famous on the phone <laughs> yeah. but is, is that a good thing I mean it's, it's a good thing to John or is it not how do you how do you how does that sit with you guys I think it was I think it was like just an interesting thing to be part of this amazing musician called Mara Carlisle she had like arranged the whole song mm. and done this orchestral version and at the time we were doing loads of orchestral gigs because it was like we went off and did this whole weird thing where we reorchestrated all of our songs. So it's, it kind of fitted in with that. But we were at the same time, we were in America touring this album that was about like, it was a concept album set over 20, like a 12 hour bender while the apocalypse is happening outside. So mm. it, to then jump into doing an orchestral version of an old song from the 80s that I'd never heard before. Sure, it was a leap. But <laughs> I love how you said it, it was interesting. It, <laughs> was, it, it was interesting. I don't know, I, I, it's one of those things where like, like my nephews are obsessed with the dragon that's in that advert. Yeah. And that's probably from, you know, from their like one and three year old perspective, the only thing I've ever done that they will acknowledge or care about. And that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that made um, But But yeah, I mean, it is, it is kind of, it's kind of mad. I think it felt really detached because we did it in and amongst so much other stuff while we were on tour. I, I remember mm. going to a studio. I mean, the irony was I went to a studio in New York and because we have our own place and because we like often record at home, we haven't done like all the big, amazing studios of the world. Like they're all, I still feel like a competition winner when I walk in. So really? I went to this like really cool studio in New York, which was up like way up a skyscraper. And in the other room, there was another artist and like his whole crew and Let's just say that the air was, was, the the air was quite thick with, with like, with weed Snoop. smoke. Is it yeah. Snoop? Who is it? So, so like, <laughs> and Willie, then I, and then I, May, I was, was in and was like, hello, I'm here to record <laughs> for the John Lewis advert. And I was in with this, in with this engineer who was like an American guy and it was kind of intimidatingly cool. So I'm singing this song that I don't know very well. And this engineer is there and I'm, I sort of, I had to, I had like an hour to do it and I stopped and was like, mate, I'm really sorry. 
just I just want to give you some context because this must seem mental to you. While this like really cool rapid next door is doing whatever, like I just need to explain just so you know. I was like, there's a so in the UK we have there's a shop, <laughs> and every year <laughs> when you break it down, get, it sounds, it sounds nuts. mental. I was like, people get really excited by the advert that they do at Christmas time, mm. and he was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, and so we generally take a song from the anyway I'm just, just I'm like, trying, my, to explain yeah. trying to explain it while stoned off yeah. 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 he leans yeah. back basically he leans back yeah. guys can we, can we lay off the weed for a bit <laughs> yeah because yeah. this is this is just not this um, is you start to get really philosophical I don't know about this sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah I mean it was weird I, I think like that kind of happened far enough into us having done stuff that it I think we felt comfortable that it wouldn't like define anything that's yeah. what I mean I mean so I, I suppose my question is and I can see forgive me but the hesitation in it because something that is quite a mainstream thing to do where you guys are mainstream but you're also not so yeah. it's also it's almost challenging i feel like in our sort of last 10 years we have these moments that yeah that like tip over into mainstream which is totally know. fair right and that's a good yeah thing. it was fun and like when pompeii was massive like no one fucking thought a song about a volcano and volcano victims with weird chanting like i think the reason it was big was because it didn't sound like anything else mm. and that cut through but like we weren't making it to be big like if we wanted to be big like you said we would have probably done whatever everyone else yeah. was doing at the time mm. and so that was kind of weird and surreal and that album sort of peaked and then you know we have uh, there've been other moments along the way other songs we've done and it is surreal to see them be so big because it's we're not we're not the kind of band where it's expected that everything we do is going to go there Remember, guys, thank you so much for listening. Our private moments are out every week on Monday, so you can get your little fix of private parts at the start of your week. And if you want more, you can go back and listen to the full episode, which we will link in the bios. Just go and click that. And we'll see you on Monday for another one of our private moments. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.